Welcome to the More Than Just Mowing podcast. I'm your host, Joel Cleaver, and this is the official podcast of Jim's Mowing. If you didn't know it, it's the world's largest gardening franchise with more than 2,000 franchisees in Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. And on the podcast show, we interview franchisees, our franchisors who run the regions and manage the franchisees, and also Jim himself. So there's a lot of broad range of content, and we do encourage you, if you are researching more about Jim's Mowing, about what we do, go through those episodes. It'll give you a great sense of who we are. So without further delay, here's today's episode. So welcome to the Jim's podcast, and this will be the, on the Jim's Mowing podcast as well. And thank you for joining us today, Brent. So Brent, you're one of our a core voucher winners, and you were, I think you were nominated for your exceptional customer service. And I had a look at your your ratings. You got a perfect star rating, and you've only started being with us maybe I think it was 2022, or you haven't been with us for too long. Ah, uh, this is my third year now. I think it was um, 2020, December 2020. December 2020 started. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, what were you doing prior um, to Jim's mowing? Um, I suppose I've done a bit of everything, really, and, and those um, uh, those jobs I had put me in probably good stead to, to run my own business. It's something I was thinking of for quite a while. Um, I was a regional manager um, and a sales trainer as well at the same time, uh, mainly for bigger retail chains. Um, and... Did that for, for quite a long while, but uh, I think it passed its use-by date with me and I just wanted to get out of it. Um, before that, a, a long, long time before that, I was a greenkeeper when I left school. That was what I did my apprenticeship in. So getting back to you know what I'm doing now was sort of always where I wanted to be. Um, I'd just gone away from it for too long and now I'm loving life again. You had the perfect background, greenkeeper and sales trainer. That's the two probably best things you can have, and then you've got them combined. So that's a really good skill set. Yeah, I think it did put me in good good stead for today because I mean, uh, being being a regional manager and store manager and operating the business, you get to see the ins and outs and the numbers and and all the stuff you need to. Um, you, you know, the the sales part and the training part help. You know, the way you communicate with clients and others and. Yeah, and then as you said, the greenkeeping just fit fit right in. It's probably the best previous career combination I've heard of in doing these. <laughs> I do these a lot, and um, that's probably the best, the best, the best qualified one I've heard by a mile. Um, so with Jim's mowing, you obviously want to use your your skills in that. So why was it Jim's mowing? There are other options and stuff. So what was it about Jim's mowing that you decided to uh, to, to choose that brand for? Um, I, I would say I had a, I got a little bit lucky, but I had the the perfect navigation through to gyms and um, that was uh, a, a guy by the name of Trevor who's got a gyms mowing franchise as well up in Penrith. Um, him and I have been working together for, for over 10 years in different retail um, spaces and, and I suppose known each other. He started before me and just said, you know, he was doing really well. Uh, he could see me do really, really well in gyms as well and when I went out with him for a week and, and really got into it, I thought this is this is made for me, uh, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. and And I, I think the more I I looked at it, um, I knew I just had to take the jump. I, I see too many people sort of procrastinate about things like this, and I just thought I've got to bite the bullet and do it. And I can't I can't say enough about the brand itself. I mean that's that's helped me immensely just with the gym. Uh, the recognition of of that brand name and and the, the, how powerful it is um, is second to none. 
And what was your training experience like? You would have already known all the um, ins and outs with regards to the technical side of it, but um, how did you find that find the training itself? Yeah, pretty easy. Um, it, you know, it wasn't too overcomplicated, which is good. Um, it, you know, it, it gives it gives every new franchisee um, or someone who's doing retraining, it just gives them the info they need to know to put them put them on the front foot, I suppose. And um, no, I thought it was really good. I think the systems and the procedures that that Jim's has got set up, um, you, you just can't fault it. And what was your first week like? You recall how it was going from working, being employed for so long, to then running your own business? Was it was it was it scary, or how was the first week like for you? Um, I wouldn't say scary. I was, it's just a little bit of good nervous energy, I suppose. You you, you know what you're doing. You know how to do it and everything like that it's just it's just getting it done really and getting through that first week and um and 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 yeah yeah getting through it really but um I, no I, I thought it was great I, I i was i was pretty pretty prepped and ready to go so i, I there was no um there was no confusion or, or or things that weren't tied up properly for for me it was all systems go and and i was ready for it so yeah it, it was pretty smooth i mean I bought a split to start with as well, so I did have customers there. Um, I believe, looking back now, that was probably the best way to do it. So there was work there to start off with, and you can build on that. Um, and I think that just got me to where I wanted to be a hell of a lot quicker um, than some of the other options, I suppose. And you said at the start as well, you love loving life again. So what was that about? Was it just in your previous job, you just weren't enjoying it or you knew you wanted to do your own business or something more? What was that sort of feeling about? Um, it, it was it was a lot of things, and it's going to take a lot of time to go through them. But to try and put it into a few smaller ones, it was it was the lifestyle. It, it, it was knowing. I, I mean, when I started, yes, it was um, you know just work, 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 it, just trying to get your business going. But um, it was knowing knowing I was working hard and seeing the benefit myself. Um, you know, when you're in, in the past, when you're working for other companies and, and things like that, you're not necessarily seeing the reward straight away for the hard work you're putting in there. Um, when it's going into your own business and you can see that through financial benefits, through, um, uh, you, you know, your, your clientele and everything like that, it's, um, it's just a breath of fresh air in that way. Um, and just having the lifestyle to be able to, um, you know, we'll probably talk about it a little bit more later, but the flexibility that gyms, gyms can give you um, with your family and your lifestyle and everything like that, it's its just, it really is a breath of fresh air. Let's talk about that flexibility. So you just stated you've got a family. So um, what does it allow yeah. you to do with your family that you probably couldn't maybe do before? Um, spend time with them for one. For one. Um, just little things, being home at a different time where it's not dark, so you can take your kids to the park and kick the ball, ride bikes around with them. Um, even if it's just for an hour, it's an hour you never had before. Um, it's There's not too many businesses where where you pick what you want out of it, and, and gyms really gives you that. So you can you can do 12, 13 jobs a day and, and really fill, fill your day in if you want, if you, you know, if you haven't sort of, got a family yet and everyone's in different scenarios but if you really really want to work hard and get that income in you can do that but if you also want to um 
you know, spend time with your family and still earn a, earn a good wage, you can definitely do that. So uh, I, I like that flexibility and, and you pick your avenue. You're not forced down one or the other. Mm. Um, and I suppose the position I'm in at the moment is the last two years, I didn't do that. I, 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 I worked a lot, um, seen the financial benefits of it. But um, this year in my third year, I'm looking to take, take a little step back and uh, be able to enjoy that more. And I've already seen it over the last six months. So it's been good. Great to hear. And let's talk about your business yourself. So are you running it by yourself or do you got employees or what's your business structure like? Uh, now I'm by myself again. I started off that way. Um, I did have um, up to two employees uh, at one stage, full-time employees. Um, the reason I've gone back to being on my own was I, I just think uh, – for me and, and what I want out of it and, and how it was going, I, I think I'm just better off by myself at the moment. Um, I do have options there. I'm, I, I've never had to say no to a job because I haven't got enough staff, so um, I haven't had to look at things like that, but very comfortable on my own now. Um, and, yeah, and absolutely full, full of work as well, so... Yeah. And what, type, and what type of jobs are you doing in your business or you find yourself gravitating towards that you enjoy more? What, what, st- what type of work do you like doing? Um, I, I like all of it in, in terms of what I enjoy, but um, I, at the moment it's, it's a lot of mowing, gardening, gardening work, so you're hedging. I, I love doing hedging, and formal hedging and shapes and all that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm a little bit OCD in, in that way. Um, so do, do a bit of that. But in wintertime, um, it'd be silly not to look at some of the other things on offer while you slow down a bit. Um, and that's where I tend to do a, a bit of re-turfing, a little bit of soft landscaping and, and new gardens, uh, um, all that. Well, so, well, coming into winter, sorry, a bit of a mixture. Yeah. Sorry, coming into winter, though, for customers, what's your customers in, in your area or be looking to do in winter maybe? Like obviously if the lawns maybe slow down a bit, what's some other things that they should be looking at? doing in around their home if they want to keep a really good looking garden okay well there's there's a lot you can do and 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 a lot of people think you take your foot off the pedal come winter um it's it's not the case in my book that's the time to prep for for the growing season to come because what by the time it's here you you're flat out just cutting and 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 trimming it all the time so um you know things like aerating teeth thatching um uh, fertilizing still uh, and and a lot of this time of year, when you've got the colder weather, you, you, it can be prone to disease. So it's it's spraying it's spraying fungicides and herbicides as well, and things like that, just to make sure um, the grass is as healthy it can uh, as it can be through this period. And and if it's looking pretty good now, and you're doing all those things, um, come summer um, and spring, you're really going to enjoy that. So there's there's no shortage of things to do with the grass and gardens alone, let alone around the house, like you gutter cleans and, and all that sort of stuff. So, but there, there's definitely a lot to do. Re, remulching in gardens and um, adding new soil. Um, you, you know, th- there's just a lot, a lot you can be doing. And what's the biggest misconception about Jim's mowing, you think, from your perspective in regards to maybe customers? Because you just named a lot of services which are obviously beyond the name of the brand itself. So what are some okay. misconceptions or something that customers might be surprised with or that you come across sometimes when they realise you can do all these different Different things. Yeah, I, I think you just nailed it on the head there. I, I think that's what it is. It's it's thinking we're only mowing. Um, 
even though you know you drive past them with the trailer and there's all those little words next to it that mm. we do um they they don't have a clue in in the nicest way they just don't have a clue that we do more than mowing um and even my customers i've i've had for you know a year or two um even though you've told them before they might forget and it's just not at the forefront of their mind so you know dropping the the, the little flyers in there of what else we do and it it generally the minute you do that the next week you're there you're getting the question hey can you do this and this as well so um you've got to replant that seed there for them but i think the the common misconception is that we are guys that only come and mow your lawn um and we don't do the other stuff or don't have uh, the skill set or the knowledge about the other stuff but um yeah in in most cases that's that's not a go yeah, they don't know that they've got a because greenskeeper is a four year apprenticeship, isn't it? Or was a four year apprenticeship? Yeah, so they're going to Yes, it's changed. That was, um, geez, that was in 20 years ago now. So, yeah, now two of my cousins did it actually at Barn Boogle Golf Course in Tassie and stuff. So, I know a little, oh, bit, little bit about it, but I'm just the point is for the customers is like you've got someone like you coming up who's a four year qualified greenskeeper, you know, like someone yeah. who's really, really professional as opposed to the you know, the bloke who's just chucked the mower on the back of his ute and, and going around. I, I think that's, um, I mean, w- whether you go to do a quote or talking to a customer, within the first 10 minutes, um, and I've had the feedback, they're generally blown away by the knowledge I, I, I have. Um, and I, I just think they're expecting sometimes um, you to turn up and just with a with a lawnmower and a whipper snipper and, and just be able to cut the lawn and, and that's about that's about all of your skills. But um, generally when you can talk to them about, about their lawn uh, most of them do want to know about it um they might not be as passionate as us but they still want a good lawn at the end of the day um and you know when you can give them that knowledge and uh, uh they really do appreciate it anyway from what i've found and what's your um your secret to providing good customer service because you've got a really good star rating um so what what what's your secret is there something you do that may be different or is it just the basics or what do you do well um, no, it's it's something I do all the time, and I never stray from it. And that's the quality of work. Um, I I don't cater to um, you know lesser work for a lesser price or anything like that. I I, I don't even um, entertain that at all. Um, with with me, you are going to get quality and nothing but the best. Um, and I think every, every job I do, whether it's gardening or or lawns, the the attention to detail and the quality. Um, for, for my customers and the reason I've had the, the same ones from day dot and they haven't gone away is they, they know what they're getting from me is generally a little bit more than, than the person they've maybe had in the past and um, they just appreciate that I've taken that job off their hands really and they don't have to worry about it anymore. So um, and, and knowing it's going to be done well, um, I, I, I think quality is my biggest biggest asset. That's great to hear. And also the um, reliability, I guess, and you know, we hear a lot about people who just don't rock up or this and that. So, you know, the reliability, you're in uniform, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a trusted, you know, the trust as well if that's a provider not having to worry about if someone goes missing, you got to get another one and all that sort of stuff. So, Yeah, look, pe- people talking with a lot of customers, they, they have been burnt that way in the past. Um, you know, they've, they've had... They've had guys not show up and they're constantly ringing them to find out when they're coming back. Um, it's it's There is a bit of that in our trade. I wouldn't say with gyms, but, uh, you, you know, in, in other mm. um, 
businesses, I, I, I suppose, or guys were um, out there on their own, and it's and it's just hard to see that because it's. I don't think it's hard to provide a good service to the customer um, where they know when you're going to turn up, they know roughly what time. I mean, most of my clients are scheduled on the same day each fortnight or in winter uh, monthly and pretty much they're at the same time each each fortnight. So they know you can't – I don't think it's hard to do. So, um, yeah. Oh. And, and with the and how many regulars do you have in your business? How, how big is your business customer base? Uh, well, it's actually a little bit smaller at the moment because uh, I've just sold my first split. Oh, congrats. Um, four or five months ago. So that was part of me um, going back to being on my own, knowing I couldn't take all those customers. Mm-hmm. So I believe I sit about 80 customers now. Um, and, yeah, before that had had uh, about 120, 730 or something like that. Um, and, yeah, just the last year and a half, I've just been scaling back, scaling back, scaling back. So, yeah. And what's your typical business day look like? Is it, are you dropping the kids off at school or are you picking them up or what does a typical day look like for you? Uh, no, I escape the school runs. <laughs> um, so uh, I just leave about uh, probably 7.30 in the morning to start my run, um, generally home by about 2.30, 3 o'clock, um, and, I, and, I've, and I've finished for the day. That's on a typical day where it's mainly just lawns and gardening. Um, if I'm doing some other things, then obviously uh, the, the, the time – um on that job is is varied but um yeah typical day is probably 7 30 till three o'clock i suppose and um and i'm done and dusted for that day and planning for the next one so yeah and what type of equipment do you run in your business sorry what was that job? and what type of equipment do you run in your business so we always have a lot of franchisees who have different gear setups and people like hearing about it so what sort of gear and equipment do you like to use in your business um i've I'd like to think I've got every tool I need. Um, I've got, obviously, in the trailer, I've got uh, a ride-on mower. Um, in terms of push mowers, I, I have three of them. Um, it's always good to, uh, I think, minimum two. Um, what brands uh, do you like? What brands are these? What brands do you like using? Oh, mainly Honda and Bushranger. Yeah. Um, Honda and Bushranger, for me, are just uh, are almost bulletproof. I mean, you, you've got to look after your equipment as well. That, that's a big thing, and, and I, I, I tend to do that with you know, servicing and things like that. But you have got to treat them well and they'll last you a long time. And I find with those, um, I think any any other brands, you, you're sort of going to be after six months knowing about it and you're going to be putting your money in your pocket to either fix stuff um, on, on those things. But I, I find Bush Ranger and, and Honda at the end of the day the ones to go for. So I've, I've basically got uh, all their gear in terms of whipper snippers, uh, hedges, or that and the like, and... Yeah, miles in the right on. So, and, and what's your best bit of advice to someone maybe starting out as a franchisee in the first couple of weeks, or just looking at looking at it? What's your first sort of best bit of advice you can give them from looking back in your time? Um, do it. Trust the brand. Uh, I mean, this the way gyms is set up, is, and when I said before, it's second to none. Um, to go into that detail a little bit more you can really focus on service and quality and all those things in your business because gyms has got the other part covered. A lot of people out there that weren't with gyms have got to worry about marketing. They've got to worry about getting work and leads and all that sort of stuff. I don't think I've ever been short of work with gyms. Um, if I've wanted more leads, I've turned my leads on and there they are. It's, it's, it's crazy how, how easy you can get work through gyms. So 
having that side of um, your business taken care of for you, it, it really makes it easier. Um, so I think you've got to jump right in. And 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 for me, if you if you do go out in the field um, with someone, you, you know, talk to talk to a franchisor and and spend a week in in the field before you even think about taking a jump with someone and, and just see if it's for you. Don't get me wrong, it's not for everyone um, and, it, and, and it will never be that way. But if it's for you, um, I think you're going to find it a, a really great career and, and that's what I have as well. So. Yeah, I yeah. think it's. I think people just assume like you know we see it all. I see it all the time because I do all the online stuff. But you know, just don't pay gyms. Start yourself and you know do a few letterbox drops, and all of a sudden you're gonna be really busy. So you know yeah. you need a website. You need a Google ad. You needed all this stuff which cost a fortune, and um, it's not as easy as what people seem to just think it is. No, just just that area that you covered there is quite stressful to to do on your own. Is is you know building your website and and, and making sure people can go to it and all, all those other things that to have that taken care of, um, and you just do the other parts of your business that that probably matter most, and that's just dealing dealing with uh, your clients and your customer service. Um, you, you, yeah, you're. Right. Now, now, fees. Now, now, fees. I was going to ask you about. Do you think because we are a flat fee model, which people don't realize? They always think you know, Jim takes thirty or forty percent. He wishes he did, but um, <laughs> but the um, maybe don't talk about the fee structure. How do you find the fees fair, or what value do you find them? You get value for money, or what do you think about the, the sort of fees involved? Um, yeah, with the fees, I, I suppose going in, um, I, I knew what they were. It wasn't nothing was hidden. After my first month, I didn't see these in you know nothing. I wasn't unprepared for. Yeah. Um, so I look. I, I think for from what I can see, I've got out of the the business. It's it's quite fair. Um, I think you just got a budget for it. Really, I, I mean, if you if you've got the work that that I've got, you don't really see it as too much of an issue. I, I, I don't think. Um, maybe if you're starting off and, and you haven't got any customers yet and you're trying to build that business, it may be a bit daunting. Uh, but other than that, it's it's pretty flat rate. You know what's coming at the end of each month and um, you, you've got four weeks to plan for it really. So um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it's as much of an issue, but for d- depending on where you are in your business, it, it could be more so than... Than, than myself but i'm finding it okay yeah because the um yeah like if you look at the monthly fee if you spend that on google ads or you know you had to do a website you had to do all this other advertising you'd be far more you know you'd be a lot more behind if you had to do it you know just to generate enough quality work and i think yeah. the thing people underestimate as well you said at the start but the power of the brand does mean something online so when someone sees this or google's you know mowing online and they see, you see jim's mowing it's more they're more inclined to click that result whereas with an independent no one knows who you Dave's mowing or Ben's mowing is, they don't know. So it's very hard to compete. And your cost generally is way more expensive than if it was with gyms. I think you've nailed two points on uh, on the head there. And, and that's the thing is when someone rings gyms or sees the sign, th- there's a there's a feeling that they know what they're going to get um, from us, which, you, you know, is accountability and, and, and a good service as well, um, where you don't necessarily know what you're going to get from some of the others. And um, and yeah, it's it's really powerful to have that. You, you know, you see you see a group of people standing on a on a corner there having a chat, and you drive past with the trailer, and you can just see it gets their attention, and it probably spurs up a conversation or reminds them as well. So it's it's pretty powerful brand. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And the um now the key great word you said then was accountability. I think people they underestimate that. Like, you know, when you use independence, this is for any trade. Like, and if something happens, there is no real accountability because that person can just go shut up shop or just, you know, stop returning your calls. Yeah. Whereas with with gyms, it that could never happen because we've got that, you know, there's a back, there's a head office support and you know, Jim even gets involved sometimes if things happen. So um, that accountability words, I think, is really important. It is. It is. And you're still answering to someone at the end of the day and you, you know you're going to get, if you do have a problem, it's going to be fixed one way or another. Um, we don't just say, no, nah, sorry, that's, um, that, that's it. That's how it is. So you do, as a client, you do get looked after with gyms. Um, you, you really do. And, and there's um, you, you can just sleep a little bit easier knowing knowing that we're, we're backing you and, and uh, yeah, it goes further up the chain as well. And I also think people, you know, they know that we're not going to be exactly the cheapest or the lowest operator on the market, but they're going to pay a fair price and get a really good job to pay for that accountability for a guy who or girl who rocks up and does a fantastic job. And I think consumers are becoming more because they're having bad experiences because they go the cheap, they learn their lesson the hard way, and then they come up and they never leave. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree. I, I agree that you should pay more through us um, because I, I, I generally believe our our service is above and beyond um, the others out there, and I've seen them. I know what they're charging, um, and I, I I don't think I, I know our service is better um, and and what we provide, and then that that's just the service alone. But to have the company and the other things that go along with it as well. Um, and you know the, the peace of mind to the customer. I, I do believe our service should be worth more. And you, you know, it, it, you get that in every business, though. You know, you can you can go you can go today to an electronic shop and and buy a cheap washing machine, but you're sort of unknown how long it's going to last and what you're going to get out of it. But there's certain brands in there that that you know the the customer service and, and everything that comes with buying that model is going to be there, and it's no different to us. Absolutely. And I was going to say, what about the support in your region? Do you do you go to meetings or do you have meetings and how's the support from major yeah. franchises or so, yeah? Yeah, there's a lot of support. So um from meetings are just the general one, I suppose. So you, you can talk to a lot of other guys that may be going through um the same things as you at the time. So for for a new um franchisee, um that's you, you know incredibly powerful to, to go along to them and and just uh interact with other other people because the advice you get from there um may be very worthwhile to you um but support if if you need it is literally a call away um you know you make a call to your franchise or if they don't don't answer uh generally that you'll get a call back within two minutes or so in in, in my case and um yeah you, you're never left out there on your own for that way Who's your franchisor up in Sydney? Is it Chris or Chris Hansen? Yeah, yeah. And then, how was the, the old process going through the contract and stuff experience like? Because that can be pretty daunting to sign up and you get all these documents and stuff. So, how was that whole process for you, looking back on it? Um, well, looking back on it now, um, I I remember it being pretty easy to be honest. Um, yeah, because the it, it wasn't like the training and everything went for two or three days, and it was all crammed into there where you basically didn't know where you were <laughs> um, yeah it's very full on yeah so it was very spaced out with the two weeks and um even the on the onboarding with what you're talking about is contracts and everything like that there was there was time um time to read it um time to talk about it if you needed to um and you know 
Chris was very good in Thorough uh, with, with, you know, how it was all going to work and basically what's in there as well. So, um, again, nothing was really hidden um, and it was a pretty smooth transition. I'm glad you said that nothing's hidden because that's the only thing we try and not do is, you know, we try and be real transparent and, you know, we, yeah. we try and put everything online and, and all that sort of stuff and that's really good to hear. Um, what I'll do, Brent, is there anything else I haven't asked you that you maybe want to get across about Jim's mowing or anything like that? No, pretty much covered covered a lot. I mean, we could probably talk all day about it, but um, we could, uh, we could. Now we've covered a bit. No, no, I appreciate your time anyway. So thanks for taking time out of your day to do this. Um, we appreciate it, and yes. just want to run over this again. So, of course, silver membership. This is two two complimentary nights at any hotel brand: Sofitel, Pullman, Novotel in Australia, Asia, wherever. You get fifty percent of your dining bill up to that at fourteen hundred restaurants across Asia Pacific. Get fifteen percent of drinks, which is always good, and you get some more discounts and things and benefits as well. So. Um, Emma from our team will will send you that via an email. You create an account and then it'll get done. I think it takes like five business days or something. But on behalf okay. of Jim's group and Jim's mowing, we we thank you very much for being a star franchisee. And from speaking to you from and only meeting you online today, I can see why you do really, really well. Um, so big thank you for your time and really good luck in your business. And once again, thanks. Thank you on behalf of the Jim's group and Jim's mowing family for everything you do. Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Jim. We'll talk soon. No worries. Thank you for listening to the episode of the More Than Just Mowing podcast by Jim's Mowing. If you do need help with your local gardening expert, please give us a call at 131546 for Australia, 0800 454 654 for New Zealand, or head to jimsmowing.com.au or jimsmowing.co.nz. If you liked what you heard, please make sure you leave us a review as well, wherever you consume your podcast. We appreciate your support. And until next episode, we hope you have a great week.